Uh, Go with me if you have your Bible to Acts chapter 17. I hope you have a Bible. This is the deeper service. You know, I was thinking as I uh, was just there in worship, usually, and I know at one time, I know there's still quite a bit, but at one time there was a lot of oil here in Victoria, but usually the deeper you go, the more you get. How many of you realize that? The better the oil is, the better the jewels are, the better the water is. I don't know if any of you have dug a well on your land or your property, but you kind of have to dig past some things. And so I'm thankful that you're here tonight. Again, Sundays are incredible, but I'm believing that you're wanting to go deeper and you're wanting to get all that God has for you tonight. Because there is always, and, and I'm already preaching, but there is always more in God. You never hit a cap with God. You're never going to get all the revelation. You're never going to get all the blessings. You're never going to get all the provision. And so if you feel like you've hit a cap with God, it's not God, it's you. I hate to tell you. And so I'm thankful that we're going to go a little bit deeper tonight. But Acts chapter 17, starting in verse 1, says, Now they had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia. Uh, Those are hard words to say. And they came to Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of Jews. This is talking about Paul and Silas on their missionary journey, some of their other companions. Then Paul, as his custom, went into them for the three Sabbaths and reasoned with them from the Scriptures, explaining and demonstrating that that Christ had to suffer and rise again from the dead, and saying, This Jesus whom I preach to you is the Christ. And some of them were persuaded, and a great multitude of the devout Greeks, and not a few of the leading women. Where are all my women warriors at in here? Come on, I got got any women that love Jesus? Join Paul and Silas. But the Jews were not persuaded. Becoming envious, they took some of the evil men from the market and gathered a mob, set all the city in an uproar, and attacked the house of Jason. Uh, Jason is where Paul and Silas and his companions are staying. So they begin to attack Jason and sought to bring him out to the people. But when they did not find them, again, speaking of Paul and Silas, they dragged Jason and some brethren to the rulers of the city, the Roman rulers of the city, the Gentile rulers, uh, just a little caveat there, crying out, and I need you to get this, the end of verse 6, these who have turned the world upside down have come here too. They've come here too. Jason has harbored them, and these are all acting contrary. It's acting contrary to the decrees of Caesar, contrary to the ruler of this world, contrary to the culture. They're they're, they're acting different than what the world tells them to act, what the world tells them to say. And they say there's another king, Jesus. And they troubled the crowd and the rulers of the city when they heard these things. And so they taken security from Jason, which is Baal, and the rest, and they let them go. Let's pray as we bless the word tonight, and I just want to share a few things that are on my heart. Dear Lord, speak to us tonight. Allow this not to be my words, but to be your words. Anoint my lips. Lord, I pray that every person in this room, every person watching online would be open to receive right now. Lord, any doubt that's in their heart, any confusion, Lord, any fear, we just speak to it to go now, Lord, and that your Holy Spirit would come, and it would move in this place. And we all said together, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Give one more hand clap to Jesus. Turn around, high five somebody as you're being seated. Thank you. Thank you, worship team. Thank you. Tonight, I want to speak to you just for a few moments, which uh, that's a a little bit of a lie. Forgive me, Lord. Uh, I want to speak to you from this idea, reversing, restoring, and reigning. Reversing, restoring, and reigning. Uh, The reason that these Jews were so upset 
uh-oh. The reason these Jews were so upset at Paul and Silas is because just before this, in the chapter right before, in chapter 16, Paul and Silas were in a city called Philippi. This is where the book of, the, of Philippians, it was written to the church at Philippi. And the reason they were so scared of Paul and Silas is because Paul and Silas began to preach Jesus so strong that it began to affect the entire city. And I'm not just talking about how we say sometimes in church, we're going to change the city. No, they literally started to change the city. Because in Philippi, there was a temple, and this temple, really the entire economy of the city was based around this temple. People that sold things for the temple, people that built idols for the temple. Uh, there were even workers that worked in the temple and did very vile things. I won't say because I know we have a mixed congregation tonight, um, some young people, but you can read this in Acts chapter 16. And, and Paul and Silas started to get so many people saved that the people in the city started to get mad because they started losing money. Because, again, their whole entire economy was based around getting people to worship this false idol. And, and it even gets to the point where there's a young girl that's possessed by an evil spirit, and she's following, she's following Paul and Silas around, and she's saying, these are the men of God that have come to preach the truth. They've come to preach Jesus. And she says this for days and days and days, which, side note, just because something is true doesn't mean it's from the Lord. No, no, I need you to get this. She was possessed by evil spirits, and what she was saying was true, but it wasn't from the Lord. And, and Paul, this is why I like Paul, because I, I'm sorry, I'm, I, I get a little frustrated sometimes. And so Paul just turns around. He doesn't really do it because it's a service. He just gets so frustrated that she keeps following them around. He casts out the spirit. And then the, the owner, because she would have been submitted to someone where she would have told fortunes and then she would have given a part of that money to her owner, got so upset that he got a mob and they were just, they were ruining this whole city's economy. I mean, they were casting out all the spirits. They were making, and, and they did this in other cities where they had people that built the idols. They're like, we're not building as many idols as we used to build because these guys, Paul and Silas, keep teaching people that they don't have to pray to an idol, but they can actually have a relationship with this other God, and, and they are messing up our money. Now, I want you to think about this. What if Riverside Church started to affect Victoria, Texas so much that the drug dealers started getting mad because there weren't as many people buying drugs anymore. Come on, what if, the, what if the bars and the liquor stores started getting mad because there weren't as many people addicted to alcohol and they started losing money? Come on, what if the, the strip clubs and the sexual workers and all these things were like, what is going on? We're so mad because they're telling people they can be set free. They're telling people, come on, do you believe that Jesus can set people free? So they were mad because they were telling people about Jesus and not just because they were telling about people about Jesus, but because things were actually changing. Because I've found in my life, people are kind of okay if you talk about Jesus, but when things actually start to change, that's when they start to get a little upset. When, when you start to come in their environment and you start to change what they believe and you start to change the status quo and you start to raise the standard of what God's called you to do and you start to believe for big things, that's when it starts to ruffle little feathers. And, and so I want to just share with you these few things, reversing, restoring and reigning, because the, the first thing you have to understand is, is these Jewish leaders, that they said these men are turning the world upside down. And I love that phrase. They're, I've even seen t-shirts. I'm like, I want to have that t-shirt. But as I thought about it and I prayed about it, they aren't actually turning the world upside down. They're turning the world right side up. The, 
the, the place that they're preaching is already upside down. There's already people that are in bondage. There's people that are worshiping idols. There's people that, that are doing all of these things that are not of God. And so they're not actually turning the world upside down. They're actually turning it right side up. But isn't that just like the world that we live in? When you begin to say the truth of the Bible, when you begin to say the truth that Jesus teaches, when you begin to challenge some status quo, people act like you're the one ruining things. People act like the church is the one that's causing the evil. And it's like, no, no, we're coming in. The world is already evil. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, just, just newsflash, if you haven't seen out there, the world is pretty crazy right now. It's been crazy for a long time. I talk about this with a lot of people that are like, do you think the world is getting